0: This episode of the Busted Wide Open Podcast is brought to you by Blueberry. Blueberry offers the best media hosting, accurate listening stats, and their all-new PowerPress Deluxe Sites, a no-setup WordPress website for your podcast with all the necessary links to share your show with the world built right in. If you currently produce a podcast and are looking for a better host, or if you're looking to start a new one from scratch, head over to OrbitalJigsaw.com slash BWO and sign up for the best media hosting and a PowerPress Deluxe site to get your first month absolutely free. That's OrbitalJigsaw.com slash BWO or just use the promo code BWO at checkout for your first month absolutely free. And now, enjoy the show.
1: Hey guys, this is Angel Garza, superstar from WWE and you are listening to the Busted Wide Open podcast to the most fresh news of the wrestling. So keep listening and just remember one thing. El latino está en la casa, baby.
0: You're listening to the Busted Wide Open podcast. Dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling. With your hosts, Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous. Coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome back to the Busted Wide Open Podcast, but if this is your first time joining the show, I'd like to welcome you to episode number 227. My name is Nick Howell.
1: And finding out it's a big deal when the man comes around, but it's life-changing when he comes inside, I am Sir Ian Dangerous, and welcome to our show this week. My goodness. My goodness, we have some things to talk about. <laughs> some I tried to, to hold that in. Today. Good Lord. That's what Seth said. <laughs> Woo! Well, Seth, I think we found out that Seth jerked himself into a shoot, brother. Whoa! Uh, so here we, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bunch of them. Ladies and gentlemen. Was, you guys ready for tonight? It's, it's going to be a heck of a show. It's only been a couple of days since Money in the Bank and a lot of things have happened. Oh my goodness. We had an absolutely bombshell Raw last night. Lots of stuff happened. We had returns. We had announcement. We had title changes uh so much to discuss today nick let's not waste any time let's do some housekeeping and get right into this show.
0: Yes, guys, come over and join us on Facebook. Just search for Busted Wide Open. Like our page and send us a join request to get into the group with the rest of the phenomenal ones for some fun memes, great news stories, good, fun, positive wrestling community that uh, we and all of our fans have built over on Facebook. If you're not in there, you're missing out on a good time. You can also follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at BWO Podcast. The place to be f- throughout the week is our Discord community as well for live chats. For every show all throughout the week, including dedicated channels like Money in the Bank, like we had on Sunday. Shout out to everybody. Great chat. Hope you guys enjoyed the recap and our thoughts on that. But uh, you can go back and read through the logs of what everybody thought about Money in the Bank if you so desire. But you can find a link to that in the description below here on YouTube or pinned across our social media profiles. Uh, Such as YouTube.com slash Busted Wide Open, where we stream every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, and every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, as well as doing our patron mailbag episode live streamed as well right here at YouTube.com slash Busted Wide Open. Make sure you subscribe. Jingle that little notification bell so you get alerted any time we have upcoming streams or go live. Last but certainly not least, our phenomenal ones, our beautiful, Mm. beautiful, Lovely patrons. Thank you guys so much for all your support and love that you give to us and the show. Uh, If you'd like to get in on some of those exclusives, head over to patreon.com slash BWO. Sign up for one of those reward tiers. Get access to the show notes for every episode. The ability to ask questions for the aforementioned uh, patron mailbag episode that we do every Saturday. Bonus episodes at the $10 tier. Skype calls up higher. All kinds of good stuff available over at patreon.com. Um Ian, yes. I don't know if this is big news or not, but uh, you have it in the note here that we have some big news. So are we doing big news?
1: It's, it's kind of a joke, uh, but yes, let's go to big news. Let's do some big news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in the note you say, we got to get to Raw to do this.
1: There's the big news. It's the biggest news of the week. It's so big. Everything was lit up about it. It's, it's bigger than the other news that I was going to have in the big news section. I had to throw it down the other news section. So, But we can't do it because it's actually part of Monday Night Raw, Nick. So to do the big news, let's go and do Monday Night Raw. By
0: God. Stairs in
1: by God. Uh, if you don't know, we'll set it up for you. I think everyone knows at this point, but if you don't, it's okay. Somehow it everybody knew
0: before Raw aired last night.
1: I well, yeah, but it even I knew it and I didn't even watch Raw. Like right. that's just how much it permeated. But if you for some reason don't know, last <laughs> night Becky Lynch to open the show came out at the top of Raw holding the money in the bank briefcase, uh? which was very strange, and she also had a very odd look on her face. She looked very I don't know, it looked like a lot of stuff was going on internally. Like she was very, like was holding back emotions. You could tell right away. And she got into the ring, she put the Money in the Bank briefcase on a table, she grabbed a microphone, and she started to talk, and almost immediately her voice cracked. Almost immediately you could tell she was very emotional. And, and she announced that she had to step away. Uh-oh. For an undetermined amount of time. She was going to be gone for a while. And, when, and started crying when she said that. Didn't say why, just said she was going to be gone. For a while. And right as she said that, Asuka's music hit. And Asuka comes running out, starts screaming at Becky about having her briefcase. And Becky goes, I know, I know, I know. Asuka, Asuka, hold up. Before you get crazy. Yeah. I need.
0: Uh Uh-oh, we lost Ian there for a second. Ian, come back. No! (laughs) Damn it. Right as he was about to drop the bombshell, his internet goes out and he freezes up. Oh, but he, he got he got stored in a uh, stuck in a nice base there. Oh, there we go. Now you're back. So we lost hey, you about Oscar coming out are we with back? the briefcase to get her briefcase back. Yes,
1: yes. I, excuse me, because she was coming out to get the briefcase. Becky said, "No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Beck. Uh, Oscar. Before you get crazy, because last night Money in the Bank was not what you thought it was. It was not for a opportunity at the title. And she opened up the briefcase which had a combo lock on it. She opened it up, and inside. Was the Raw Women's Championship belt, and Oscar? Oscar looked at it and is like, "What? What are you doing?" And Be- Becky's like, "Yeah, you won the championship last night." Oscar goes, "Oh my god, <gasps> Nani!" grabs the belt, I'm champion, I'm champion and starts running around doing a, a Oscar dancing everywhere and runs up and jumps on the announcement desk and a, celebrating I'm the champion, I'm the champion, I'm the champion and she comes back down and gets back in the ring with Becky and she's like, I'm the champion and Becky's like, yes, you were You were deserving you were the only woman who ever took me to my limit who like just almost kicked my ass a bunch of times you're the most deserving woman I can think of to have that and you won money in the bank Yep. so you have that you go be a champion and a warrior which I know you are and I'm gonna go be a mom. And when she, oh boy. boy, and when she said that, you could see Oscar just go, what? Because apparently, and and this is, this is not this is beyond speculation. It's actually been said that Oscar did not know what was gonna happen when she came out. They said a big announcement's gonna happen, something big's gonna happen. Just go out there and act accordingly. Yeah, which she did. And then as soon as Becky said, "I'm gonna be a mom," Oscar's like you can see her go whoop, and just went. Oh, Becky! And she just gave her a big hug, and they hugged it out. And then Becky left, and Asuka was like, uh, uh, uh and went back to celebrating. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then Becky, you know, kind of tearfully walked out, and they played her music for a while, and then they played Asuka's music, and that was the opening section segment of Raw.
0: Was Blew my mind. I, I did they, not know. I did not hear the rumors and speculation ahead of Raw. I had a very busy day, so I sit down after dinner to watch Raw with everyone in Discord and just... Why, why is Becky carrying the briefcase? This is odd. I've never seen this before. And then I started to put two and two together. Like, oh, man, is she she injured? Is this a Roman Reigns cancer kind of announcement thing? Oh, no. I actually got really concerned there for a second. And then I kind of started to put two and two together and go, oh. I thought the 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 title in the briefcase was genius. I, I thought that that's something we had never really seen before. I thought it was really, really clever uh, of how they pulled that off. I, I'm a fan of it. Very happy for Seth and Becky. Congratulations, you guys! Um, but yeah, and and Oscar kind of is she face again now? Is she still going to be misting?
1: I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing with Oscar. Like this, all this throws everything up in the air. We're not going to have it. We're not going to have someone with the money in the bank chasing the title. Like, and here's the thing: on the one hand, the very first service level, it's like, hey, happy for Becky. Awesome, go be a mom. You wanted this, but then the business side of me steps in and goes. What the hell are you thinking? What the what? What was yep. Seth thinking? What were you guys? What? How? Huh? What? You're the you're literally at the top. Both of them. You are. Well, both of them. But Becky's not going to be able to compete. Seth is for a while. He's probably going to want to go off and be a dad at some point. But sure. Becky's the one who's going to be out. She's out. Um, you're at the top. You are the champ. Have been for the better part of two years. And now you're going to essentially throw it all away to become a mom right now. And I, and kind of what Ronda did jumped too.
0: in not that ironic?
1: But Ronda wasn't the champ. Well. She was at the top. She had her match. She lost the title and she left. All right. Becky was still the champ. This was obviously not as like Ronda. It was kind of planned. Go to WrestleMania. Work the match. You're done. Becky didn't put Shane over at WrestleMania. She beat her. And, by the way, according to math, she would have been pregnant at that time during that match. Barely. She may or may not have known, but she would have been pregnant during that match. The kids do in December. So, and and they did deal with this. They dealt with the many facets of what this means on this show. And I, I had a lot of emotions about it. You know, I, I went all over the place, Nick. I don't know how you felt about it, where... You know, on the one hand, I was like, hey, great for her. I'm so happy for her. This must you know, she's wanted to be a mom. Like I'm I am genuinely happy. Um, and you know, they showed a clip with her and Vince in the back, and and you know, he seemed like he was, okay, cool. But man, it dude, if I was a promoter and my top draw was like, Yeah, I'm sorry, I got pregnant, whoops, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I would be pissed. Yep. I and and gotta break
0: in and do some super chats real quick. Live yes. drive, Kyle with the twenty bucks in the super chat says this is one giant the ending of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory moment for Asuka, and I love it. This is New Japan levels of working history for this <laughs> moment, and I loved it. Uh, whoa, wow, they're coming in. Holy smokes, this doesn't work with anyone else but Asuka. Ah, eh, I, 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 I see oh, what you're saying, oh, but right. I I don't know if you could just say that nobody else. But thank you very much for the twenty bucks, man. I, I, I agree, I, I very happy for I, Asuka.
1: Well, and think about it. Asuka actually, like we, 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 were, we were thinking. <laughs> for, we, we were thinking about Asuka and like, well, they're not using her right, and rah, we didn't like how she was used for the build for the, the mania match. And like we were wor- worried that Asuka was not going to be respected properly by the main roster. And for a while there it was worrisome, but she has been just the face of the audienceless WWE in terms of how much energy she puts out when she goes out there. Like she's captivating. She has been the MVP. Over the last couple of months, so, and not I don't over the last few years, Asuka is now in rarefied air, Nick. I don't know if you know this now. She she is one of only uh, four. Her her and three other performers are the only ones to have ever done what she's done. She is, she is now a triple crown champion. Uh, excuse me, no, she's she's a grand slam champion, but she's a grand slam as well as winning Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank. Only Edge, Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins have done that. If she wins Elimination Chamber, then she will actually have done everything is possible for a woman to do in this company. Yep. That's insane. And also, she got that in the last two days. (laughs) So, that's crazy. So, mad props Mm. to Asuka picking this up. Very deserved. So happy that they are. They see it. They see it in Asuka. So, that's Fantastic.
0: Couple more super chats to get to Chris 1978's $2 super chat says, "Let's get it going. Let's get it, Chris." Yeah. Yeah. And Andy Jessup with $2 super chat says, "Not only top, she was the face of WWE for the last 2 years. I did she get to drive the big rig home?"
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: I you I know, I'm torn so. man here. That's
1: a good that's a good baby wagon right there.
0: Seriously, you know? I mean, if you're going to... listen, yeah. I I'm so torn here. Um, I'm not as I'm not, I didn't go down that rabbit hole as much as you did because my good old southern morals are kicking in and it's about right. raising families and family first and all that stuff. And a part of me is like, hell yeah, WWE will still be there. Right? Will you? I don't know, but obviously your priorities are in the right order. Uh, at least you're taking you're you're going to have the child. You're going to you know do everything you need to to do that. I, I appreciate all of that, but I agree, it's 2020. You know, you could, uh, was it just that she's getting older and getting to that point where she maybe wants to have more than one? So they have to plan in yeah. reverse and do, m- I, I get it. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have kids and I know what that life is like. Cause I don't and nor will I, uh, for many various reasons, but the, I get it. I understand the argument of why would you do it now? But the minute I hear that someone has a successful pregnancy, that all kind of just goes out the window, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. Oscar's got it, fine. Yeah, go go do, your, go do we your got, thing. We'll guys. be fine. Yep.
1: Right. It's 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 it is very nuanced, and it's hard to come down on one side of it. I tend to. I'm not a southern boy, and I'm also not really into babies. I'm not a baby guy. <laughs> I don't like babies. I don't like children. Um. So. <laughs> uh so for me it's hard to to see this and and try to act like a human and be like hey know, yeah happy for you yeah, yeah. babies, and not good, yeah. yay congratulations i guess i don't i don't see the value in it that other people do so but i understand that it's there and i get it you know so it, it to me it's like a shocking horrifying thing like why would you do this yeah. <laughs> you had everything and you're throwing it away it's a miracle um but again exactly i don't that doesn't compute for me yep. emotionally or logically. So it's again, I'm having I'm having to like put on my my human glasses for a minute and be like, ah, I see. This is what this is what a human would do would yes. be to go and have the ba- <laughs> Okay, cool, good, happy for you. Um, I tend to come down. So Shayna Baszler was interviewed a bunch during the show as well, and had a match with Natty, and Shayna had some less than less than pleasant things to say um she called the baby a parasite she did, said, I didn't un- understand why you'd go have a parasite here's a fact 10 out of 10 mothers will tell you pregnancy didn't ruin their careers um and then she goes this kid is gonna suck have you seen who the father is she was throwing barbs she was throwing no, no, barbs no, no. out there. she
0: said D- does she even know who the father is or do you even know no who do the father you
1: know no do you know who the father is i think she was pointing out that seth rollins and he's he's You know, a day heel. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought she was just asking the, do you even know who the father is? As to as to slut (laughs) shame or something like that, right?
1: Because no, because that was part of the plot as well. Was that you know you even had Seth Rollins who we have to talk about a lot in a second here, <laughs> yeah. but Seth, Seth Rollins looking very disheveled backstage for different reasons. He wasn't disheveled because he was going to be a dad, although that... We <laughs> that think. Kind of we think. <laughs> We're not sure. We, oh, she's pregnant. His, head, his hair is all standing up. Goes, uh, 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 uh. Not only did I lose to Drew, but I'm going to be a dad as well. Uh, pff, mind gone. <laughs> but he... Ray Mysterio tried to congratulate him for being the, being a dad and said Seth just d- dazedly walked away and Ray goes, what a dick. So... Yeah, okay, they're not trying to kayfabe us out of the fact that Seth is the dad. That's not the case. But there's a lot of other moving parts here. Okay, Oscar is the champ. So, you know, something something's going to happen there. We're going to figure out a feud for Oscar now. They haven't even started that. They just had Kyrie be really happy for her and they had a cute moment backstage and that was that. Um, we don't even know where they're going to go with that. Becky was getting congratulated throughout the rest of the night. All of the talk was about her pregnancy and some people were like it's too much. They're overdoing it. I'm like the number one person in your company is leaving because she's pregnant. If that's not the main story for the rest of the night, people would be like, why didn't you spend more? They're mad at Becky. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, I, didn't, I didn't rate that at all. But not only did we have the moment with Seth where he was, where they pointed out, yes, he is the father. But as I said, Shayna Baszler was running her mouth and Natty didn't like it, at which point Shayna said, well, that's funny that you should care so much about someone having a kid because you'll never have one. And I guess that means the heart dynasty will die with you. Oh. Shayna, 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 Shayna. Dropping bombs. Uh, uh, and then they go out and they have a match, which... Match. <laughs> it was. I mean, it, it was weird because it was like Natty was showing off a lot of really awesome technical wrestling skills and Shayna was just kind of there until she needed Natty in the face and that was the end of the match. So I got to say, I was a little disappointed in the match. I felt like it needed more fire. And she needed needed to look a little bit more vicious in it, but yeah, um, it was what it was. I still like them placing Shayna as being someone who just does not give a crap, does not give a crap,
0: zero F's,
1: zero F's <laughs> whatsoever. So by the
0: way, did you hear about the new E series that's starting this fall called Total Bex?
1: I did not. Is that actually a thing? No. no it's, okay. It's, so no,
0: it's me being stupid.
1: Um, Nick. They're, they're going to find gonna some way that.
0: to. They're going to find some way to capitalize on this.
1: You know, they listen. They're going to steal that from you and copyright it, and you're going to be yeah. sitting there without any of the money from the show. Going, what if? <laughs> so, <laughs> is this the best way they could have handled this? It, you know, Becky yeah. goes to Vince and says, "Vince, I'm pregnant. I've got to quit." Is there a better way they could have handled this? Because I because uh, just to preface it, Nick, I thought the segment with Becky and Oscar was riveting TV. Yeah. Um, and I had an actual, I had an argument immediately before the show with JB about whether or not Asuka should have been so demonstratively silly in the middle of it. Um, like, was their handling of this the best that it could have been?
0: Let me, let me say this. <clears throat> you're Asuka. And you're not really told anything. It's a big surprise to her, but... You're set up to say, hey, Becky just took your Money in the Bank briefcase to the ring, and you need to go get it back. Go get her. Plays her music. She's 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 out. Comes out, and Becky drops that bombshell on her, right, live on TV. <laughs> uh, I, I think she handled it about as good as anybody could have, you know, accent and, you know, ability to communicate, plus maintaining the thing that She's known for, and it's frankly been the glue of this no audience era that we've been in the last couple of months. Is Asuka running around crazy going,
1: it's her new gimmick. Is I love crazy Asuka. Yeah,
0: I, I absolutely love it. I think could it have been done any differently? There's probably a dozen different ways you could have do- done this, but I love the uniqueness of the swerve that there wasn't a contract in the briefcase, it was actually the title.
1: And yeah, I and I like the fact that absolutely brilliant. It- it felt genuine because apparently it was that Oscar got swerved by Becky being pregnant, and Oscar was like, had like dropped the whole crazy Oscar thing for a second, was <laughs> just like
0: Becky, Becky, Becky. yeah, then
1: started chanting for Becky and everything. Like that was that was cool. Yeah, uh, but she never broke character. Oscar is that's her character. Um, so to her credit, like that's her character. So uh, you know, the best thing I saw on decision- Facebook
0: today in our group, by the way, which you should come join, listener. Uh, hmm. is that apparently they're going to do the uh, gender reveal with an Oscar mist. Jesus Christ. I can't wait to see that. Uh, a couple of Super Chats to catch up on Chris1978 with a $5 Super Chat says, explain to me how Ray and Alistair are still alive. We will. We'll get to that. Another wasted story with Alistair. Thank you very yeah. much for the 5 bucks, Chris. Uh, Marshall with 2 bucks says the Colby Lopez
1: show. The Colby Lopez show. Seth is now responsible for taking out Sting, Samoa Joe, Becky, Finn Balor. I'm saying, Nick, you got, you're got you mad at Nia, but why aren't you mad at Seth?
0: Seriously, talking about unsafe w- workers? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, with the $2 super chat, the smile from Becky during it makes it okay. I agree. D- Becky's That's kind of genuine where mine- emotion yeah. is... Yeah, it, makes it Be- all. Becky
1: work. like her Becky looking at Asuka being happy and just kind of like unable to control like she's in the middle of like breaking up and crying and she's yeah. like, This is adorable when Asuka's running around. That totally did it for me too. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is this is great. Yeah. Runs over, this
0: gives is- her a big hug, they embrace, Becky leaves, Asuka continues yeah. to celebrate. It's yeah. I, I think this was about as good as you could have gotten on uh, on this thing. Ah, oh, Shayna, 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 Shayna. Well, oh man, I'm not done with you, Shayna um edge and randy <laughs> shane,
1: shane is not done with everyone on the roster it appears i'm very curious yeah. what they have next for her you that's mentioned how, edge that, and randy well, that's edge.
0: how we started this show we ended up closing the show with yes. edge and randy orton back at it again after their mo- wrestlemania uh last man standing match six weeks ago and yep i gotta say they they look pretty good for having beat the holy hell out of each other
1: well, it has been a minute, and they've had time to heal up. I don't think Edge was feeling too good after that, neither was Randy. But here they are again, Edge coming out to say, uh, "Yeah, no, I had this match with Randy, and you know, I'm back, and I feel pretty good. Like, got it off my chest. Um, I'm ready to let bygones be bygones, move on. Like, we, I got my pound of flesh from Randy Orton, and Randy comes out, and Edge is kind of looking trepidatious at first, but Randy says, "All right, Edge, you know what? Fine, the better man won." And he walks away. And that was that. Randy's music plays. He walks up the ramp. And it looks like they've buried the hatchet. But no! But no! Randy Orton just, oh, you can see him just fighting it. He's fighting Oh, he turned around, went back down to the ring. And sure enough, he says, I wanted to walk away. I wanted to just let it go. But I can't. I just can't. It's not who I am. Edge, you may be the better man, but you're not the better wrestler. And gave another really like when Randy's on, dude, he's a he's an absolutely amazing promo. And yeah, but once hard again, disagree. <laughs> you are going to hard disagree that he's the better wrestler. No, no, he's a, he's a great promo.
0: Oh, I'm absolutely going to agree with that, okay. but I'm going to dis <laughs> hard disagree that uh, he's a better wrestler than Edge. Really? Yes,
1: I'd I'd give it a coin flip to be honest with you. Well, that being said, um, that's I probably don't more like it. That's. Uh, Let's put it this way. It's just open speculation. Yeah. But that's what they're putting out there is, hey, let's find out who's a better wrestler. I'm not done with you, Edge. Like, yes, you beat my skull into a pulp at WrestleMania, but I just can't let it go. I've got to be better at, you than, at something than you. Yeah. i got to be better. So he challenged him to a straight-up wrestling match. And um, Charlie Caruso, for some reason, was obtrusively in the ring with them announcing them as they came out, which was weird. And then uh, Charlie says, well, Edge, what do you think? And Edge has just been dumbfounded with his mouth open this entire time, doesn't say anything. And she goes, well, Randy, I guess if this happens, it'll be the greatest wrestling match of all time. Or greatest wrestling match ever. Of all, yeah. Ever. I remember it was yeah, ever. And, it and, was
0: and I almost spit soda out.
1: Great. <laughs> and Randy even kind of like shoots her a little glance like, the fuck? what the hell? And then, we do, and then it just goes, like, we just... Hold on the two of them, and then it goes to black. Um, yeah, I you had me until Charlie. Yeah, WWE. I was I was intrigued. Although Nick, I've got to say, they beat the absolute hell out of each other for forty-five minutes at WrestleMania in a match that I think everyone agreed was a little bit too long. Um, and Edge one. And Edge won. That was the definition of a blow-off match. Yeah. You get it all out in each other. The, these two guys beat each other to a pulp, and then the issue is settled. You start a feud with a straight wrestling match. Yeah. This is going totally bass Yeah, Is this going to work? Because to me, I feel like the fire has gone out of this feud. You had all this fire building up to WrestleMania. Randy put hands on Edge's wife. He almost broke Edge's neck again. Like, this is... About as hot as you could have got a, got a don't, feud. Don't like, forget that about a,
0: Matt Hardy in there too. Matt Hardy he took, took a out concerto.
1: Matt, he, kicked, he, he took Matt Hardy out so hard. Matt Hardy's now broken over in AEW. <laughs> this yes. that was a feud, and now it's kind of like I want a wrestling match. Like that's it's why it's the wrong way around to do it. Why are they doing? This now, a wrestling match with no crowd after you had a, a a last man standing match? Does this make any sense to you?
0: No, and maybe that's the point, is that it's not supposed to make sense because these two guys have so much history, and we've seen the formula, and we're expecting the formula over and over again, and we are probably would end up being bored with it. So maybe they're trying something a little bit different. Maybe this ends up in a... Iron Man cage match at SummerSlam or something ridiculous, you know, where they just that nothing. It's not going to end until one man <laughs> enters, one man leaves, or
1: two men well, enter, one man leaves. We've had leave. a last man standing match. You're going to build it back up to another one, like I know. What? The, yeah, I was I was shaking my head at this, and especially them going, "It's going to be the greatest wrestling match of all time." Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to do a 60 minute Broadway with. Off the top rope, we're all into the crowd, we're going to, like, Omega and Okada on the sidelines eating popcorn, going like, oh, this is how it's supposed to do, flair right. and steamboat off somewhere, going, damn, we should have taken notes on these guys, what are you, what? No, come on, get, get out of here, get out of here, that, I, know that, I know that hyperbole is, is hand in hand with WWE, but this is ridiculous, Yeah, this was, was ridiculous. So uh,
0: that I agree yeah. with you. It ruined the whole segment. I loved the promos from both of these guys. <laughs> it promos. was fine. And if he says, but I'm the better wrestler and I'm going to prove it to you by where we're, we're yeah. going to have a straight up wrestling match. Bam. Yeah. End it right there and walk out. Go away. We didn't Charlie. What in the hell?
1: were they doing not here? Not her fault. They made her do that. I know. I, I was wondering Charlie, if they're short
0: but... on time since it ended, and you could hear them, the producers <laughs> counting down from like 12 when they were just right. standing there. staring and at each other. And I'm just, I'm going, okay, well, they were oh probably my. short on time. I'm like, Charlie, get out there and say something quick. <laughs> 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 Greatest match of all time. Stare at Greatest each other, ever. brood.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not, it's official. They're going to have the match at Backlash. Right. Um, yeah. The
0: shittiest pay-per-view of the year. I don't <laughs> Fantas- that just hypes it up the even one, more, doesn't it, guys?
1: <laughs> they're either your favorite pay-per-view of the year or the shittiest pay-per-view of the year to you, Nick. Well, I'm mad Summer at Slam. 2020. So SummerSlam, my favorite pay-per-view of all of the pay-per-views. Yeah. Backlash, that one's terrible. Roadblock, I hate this one. Ugh, <laughs> that, extreme rule What the hell is
0: Fastlane all about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, hyperbole, that name is Nick, not yes. WWE. Yes. I'm you, a very boy. binary
0: individual. I either love it or hate it. It's, it's,
1: Apparently. it's Apparently. no middle grounds. Uh, over in the Super Chat, Chris9078 with two bucks. Thank you, sir. He says, whatever it is, I want color. Yes. Mm, I I would, too. I think the only way you can have these guys keep the intensity up is with some color, but WWE doesn't really do color. You had a little bit of color on Monday Night Raw, but it was a very little bit. It was, I would say, somewhat muted. But let's go over and talk about that, actually. yeah, We mentioned earlier... Seth Rollins and Ray Mysterio had a little bit of a confrontation backstage. Ray congratulating Seth for being the father uh, of Becky Lynch's unborn child. Seth had nothing to say because Seth looked like he'd been hit by a truck. His hair was all akimbo, his abs weren't flexed. He, he didn't look like he had uh, done like he wasn't he wasn't greased up, like he hadn't prepped. Like it wasn't just that his hair, he looked like he hadn't like done stretches or workouts before to get himself all vascular. Like, he just looked, like, a little bit... He just looked... Uh, but Seth and Murphy had a match against Ray Mysterio and Aleister Black, two dead men, supposedly. <laughs> they explained away the fact that Ray and Aleister were alive and in competition on Monday Night Raw, Nick, after getting thrown off the top of WWE's Titan Towers building. Like, oh, yeah, they got thrown off, but it was... It was onto a secondary roof about six feet below, so they're fine. Wouldn't that still suck? <laughs> it would... I mean, yeah, but no worse than falling off a ladder onto the outside. It would uh, suck. I
0: mean, a concrete it would roof, suck. pine flexible ring mat. Uh, yeah, yeah there's a bit of a seen, difference.
1: We've seen dudes take spine busters onto the exposed, you know, concrete outside, and then they're back the next night. Like, in That's K-Fabe. Six okay, six If... <laughs> If you know what I mean, it still would suck. And they said that Ray's like, yeah, I'm pretty banged up from it. All right. But that's gotta be like, all the things they they could have done with that whole thing. Like we were saying the stunt itself looked like crap and it did. And, (laughs) and then the next night to have them just come back, like, well, luckily when Baron Corbin attempted murder on the two of us, he had enough presence of mind to know there was a, another roof down there. So he wasn't actually killing us. He was just, you know, getting us out of the way. Right. Okay, okay. All right. And we're back tonight. And, you know, whatever. Baron Corbin's over on SmackDown. Only he isn't, by the way. But we'll get to that. Uh, but, yeah, we have a match against, you know, Seth and Murphy. Ugh, that, that This was a waste. It was a waste of... Lots of fun things that you could have done with Ray and Alistair being thrown off a roof.
0: Start a new Why faction it? called the Undead or something like Rey that. Ray
1: lands yeah. in a tree, and he's banged up, but fine. And But Alistair, like, you know, is now another dead man or something. Like, we had all these crazy speculations we thought they were going to do. But they didn't <laughs> do any of them. Yep. Shit the bed with that one. But we, at least we had them in a match. Only, it wasn't really a match because Seth was like a zombie. He, he stumbles down to the ring and then he's standing in the corner. Murphy's trying to tag him and Seth doesn't reach him for the tag. He's kind of just standing there staring into space uh, until Ray accidentally hits him and knocks him off the ramp, off, the, off the, uh, the side of the ring. And then Seth catches Ray doing a 619 and proceeds to beat the ever-loving crap out of him, even telling Murphy, no, 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 stay back, stay the hell back. I'm gonna do something horrible to Ray, and he did. He pushed Ray's eyeball into the corner of the stairs. Oh, it until nasty. Ray, until Ray bled. It was a great looking spot. And Ray put some like little blood capsules up there to, you know, make it look make it sell it even worse. Um and that was the match. It was a DQ. So Seth snaps. And then Nick, afterwards, Ray is being tended to in the back, bloody eye and all. Unmasked. And, unmasked.
0: They showed that they showed that whole side of his face, which his I face. blew my mind.
1: Well, they've, yeah, they've done that a few times since he's come back. He's been, he has been—he keeps teasing, taking the mask off. Oh,
0: snap. I'm sorry to interrupt. Esme with $50 in the super oh. chat. What? She says, here's a tip. Don't post spoilers in the group or you will be pistol whipped. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, God, sheriff Esme. McDonald will not pistol whip you. He will just talk. He will send you a very angry letter. That's just, the extent. Of
1: metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Yes. He's sheriff for a reason. He didn't uh, get there by being nice.
0: No. uh while we're kyle kyle with another five dollar super chat ray and black Cheers. with aj start a faction called immortal huh oh impact uh, yeah. owns that damn just being a litigant as usual <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> yeah yeah the undead so do something with it I, I the thing i'm most disappointed about here the is there oh that's oh, good uh oh, that do weird. something with alistair black Ray Some. is Ray, and Ray has had his career, and he's in the twilight years, and he's here to put other dudes over. Fantastic. You have got something in Alistair Black that is really, really effing special, and they are not doing anything with it. And you just threw him off a roof, and you had a perfect opportunity. And, yep, opportunity uh, to... yep, yep, just put him in a tag match uh, randomly. He's just a guy. He's just yep, a guy. Just a dude. Uh,
1: Esme, thank you so much. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much, and, and thank you as well Kyle. to uh, to Kyle. Thank you very much, Colin. Oh, Andy, Andy Jessup coming in with $5 as yeah, well. I'll, I'll let you read that one. Dominic comes to avenge his Ray, but becomes a disciple of Seth and then retires Ray. Ooh. Hashtag Nick Booking. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little Nick Booking, yeah. but uh, I'm, not, I'm not as mad at that as I am at Nick Booking. Just remember, everybody, I did. I survived Nick Booking.
0: Oh, we haven't shown anybody yet. You guys are getting the... Uh, the-
1: getting a preview. Coming yep, soon. Preview right there. Merch. Merch. Coming soon. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, we're in the back. Ray is getting tended to, and Alistair's checking on him. And Seth and Murphy show up. And Seth goes, very quietly, goes, I have no idea what happened out there. What I'm Ray, I'm sorry. What, what happened out there? And Alistair and Murphy get into it, and they cart off Ray. And Seth follows them out, kind of stumbles out after them. And then Alistair and Ray, Alistair and Murphy get into a big scrum in the medical room. They have to pull apart Brawl. So that was this whole segment. Um, Nick, if we never had proof before that they listen, what did we say? What did we say on Sunday that would be the logical next step for Seth? Would Thanks. be that after Drew, after him being so certain, so sure of himself with, with going up against Drew McIntyre and then not being able to beat Drew in the way he was looking at the end of that match when Drew shook his hand the next logical step would be Seth's mind to be broken, yep, and him to reform as a much more evil character.
0: And now I, I think my words were descent into madness. Yeah, and uh, when uh, when I saw Seth bottom, yeah, yeah. I kind of just bottom out, nothing left to lose, kind of descent that uh, he should go through. And when he came out, just completely disheveled, walking down the ramp, and just stood there in the ring, catatonic, or ringside, catatonic. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was just like, <sighs> hashtag They listen.
1: <laughs> whether or not they do they it certainly seems like they're taking the path that we we thought would be the best path for Seth to go down which yep. is he loses his mind and it looks like he's now in a place where he snaps and becomes even more vicious we're getting hints of Seth going to an even darker place that's awesome he was yep. already a really interesting character now it could become even more interesting depending on how this plays out um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very curious what they have in store for Seth. Um, one last on little thing side. on this real quick. Yeah. Uh,
0: can I just have a 60 minute match between Murphy and Alistair Black? C- can I just watch those two guys fight forever? You can may just get watch it. Watch them kick each other to, in the face, in the legs. Just, I just want them to see them kick each other for 60 minutes.
1: They're establishing two of them just absolutely don't like each other. And they're doing a good job of establishing it. And I'm looking forward to them having a feud because I think they're two guys who can work together and make each other look like a million bucks.
0: Hell yeah, that's so, like long term kind of. I don't like you. Like five years from now, we could have Murphy run in and just be, just because he hates Alistair Black, completely right. screw him out of a title, and we'll be like, Ah, I get it, I know why. Right.
1: And that's we're seeing that sort of booking over in AEW where they're doing long like long term ones where they they may not be in a feud with each other right now. But you know those two have a history. They don't like each other, you know. And there's some that still exist in, in 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 WWE. They're making the the Edge and Randy thing into about being about the history. Miz and uh, Bryan is probably about the Miz only other Ryan think of, of. The, one of the best ones. That's one of the yeah. best ones currently going right now. Yeah. is they just they just don't like each other.
0: Vince McMahon, Bret Hart,
1: you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so yeah, good things looking like they're coming for Seth Rollins, but maybe not good things coming for the, the group that we're calling Los Ingobernables de WWE, that being, of course, Andrade Cien Angel Garza, yes. and uh, Austin Theory. We had we saw them squabbling in the back, and it looked like it was Angel Garza and Theory, particularly not liking each other, but Andrade taking Angel's side, and Zelina just trying to calm them all down. Uh, we then had a match, Angel Garza versus Tozawa, he ends up beating Tozawa after getting mad and putting on the wing clipper and then staring at Austin Theory and being like, I knew this all day too, bro, while he pins uh, Tozawa. They all get into it after the match. And while they're all squabbling, out comes Drew McIntyre to, uh, to say, oh, so sad to see you guys having problems. Let me Claymore, both Theory and Garza, out of the ring and then get up in Andrade's face and challenge him to a match. Wait, wait. All right. Wait, wait. Huh? Didn't we just do this a couple weeks ago? We did, and that time it had a story, Nick, where it was payback for Andrade taking out Drew uh, in the in NXT and taking Drew's title. That matter should have been settled. Why are we doing this again? And having maybe not exactly the same match, but essentially the same idea, uh, Andrade goes for Drew's arm, Drew mans up, gives him the Alabama Slam and the and the Claymore, and that's it. Drew beats Andrade again. Why? Kay. Why? why 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 have your top champ beat your us champ twice in a row clean as a whistle demonstratively that does what does that do for your us champ
0: nothing and it does nothing for the um uh liw faction they, that is they, being they and they made that
1: whole faction look like kind of a joke for the most part
0: that i'm not so upset about because they uh, the infighting is a little weird uh, it's,
1: it's yeah you know, like yeah. They, we just this faction going? we're going to break him up. What are we going to send theory back down to NXT or evolve? Or are we going to break him off solo? Cause Vince likes him and wants them to have a push. What's the idea here?
0: I mean, I don't know. Are they working us to make us to mislead us, to think that they're in fighting all just to like beat down drew at some point.
1: I, I don't, I, I don't I want, know. Uh, I, I, I hope that's the case now yeah. because breaking up this, this stable already seems completely odd. Um yeah. And then having Andrade presented the way he is, where he, you know, he he took it to Drew, but he still lost. Yeah. That's also bizarre.
0: Twice in two All weeks with a pay-per-view bizarre. in between where he didn't even get to defend his belt.
1: Yeah. I mean, are we going back to just Zelina and Andrade? That seems like a big step back at this point. It was Zelina was being presented as someone who could manage a stable, even though they weren't being terribly successful. The whole thing was just. Weird. The yeah. only thing that was normal about it was once again, Andrade ripped off his pants, and we were all granted the glory of the Garza Don. You mean, Angel but,
0: Garza, not Andrade.
1: Uh, well, yes, Garza ripped off his own pants. Andrade yeah. didn't rip off his pants. That would <laughs> then things definitely would be getting weird. Hello. That would
0: <laughs> Hello. Hashtag PG Era. Uh, line drive with another two dollar super chat to remind us that the U.S. title has not been defended since February.
1: Yep. Yeah, it, it, between that is, and the is, IC Is title. Andrade
0: still being punished for
1: his <clears throat> wellness policy violation? I don't know. One wonders. I I wonder. I wonder what the mentality is with him right now. No,
0: you don't get a pay-per-view match. No, uh, you you don't get to uh, beat Drew McIntyre. No, you, you're just going to get Claymore to death by Drew McIntyre for the next yeah. three months.
1: Oh, Claymore to death and chopped to hell. Uh, Drew chopped Andrade's chest off again, chopped his soul out his back. And uh, Samoa Joe had a, a call on it I thought was great at the time. And then in hindsight, I went, oh, no. He said, oh, the Scottish Thunder is rolling through the Highlands, which is a great line. But I worry that in the back, they're going to start calling Drew's chops Scottish Thunder. Oh, no. And it just uh, uh, They're going to start calling the, the Claymore countdown that he does, the final countdown. I'd be, I'd actually, I wouldn't be mad at that. They start. You go three, two. Eight. Oh, it's the final countdown! And of course, we then we're all sitting there going. Doo, 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 doo. They'll do
0: start. They'll start naming everything after doo, 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 the Highland doo, 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 doo. Games. Like next doo, doo, move doo, will be doo, like doo, doo, the caber toss, and what? We'll, <laughs> look at all this crazy Scottish stuff.
1: I don't know. I don't know why the Alabama slam for him isn't called the caber toss. That would be cool. I wouldn't be mad at that. Well, you just said you would. No. Because <laughs> it's an know. Alabama. I...
0: It's legendary move. You can't rename that one at this point.
1: So what did they rename? stuff all the time what are you talking about all right <laughs> you don't think the 619 was originally called the 619 do you
0: we don't ha- we don't have the time
1: i'm just saying a tiger fade kick legendary move but no now it's the 619 but oh, do you have a problem with that and
0: then he makes his whole song called the 619 his in- whole entrance is 619 booyaka booyaka. booyaka booyaka 619
1: yeah. i just i just i hope that now everyone when drew does the 321 Everyone immediately gets final countdown stuck in their head. Anyway, so Drew <laughs> Drew beats Drew beats Andrade. And afterwards he says, So something strange has been happening since money in the bank. Since last week, actually. Raw reached out to SmackDown and vice versa. We want to start trading some talents across. And one challenged me, for someone challenged me from SmackDown, and I'm more than happy to accept because I used to be on the road with this guy. I've been all over the world with him, and I know that he's an absolutely awful human being, and there's nothing people out there in the audience would want more than for me to beat his ass, and that's Baron Corbin. So yes, Baron, I'm going to face you next Monday on Raw. And of course, Baron also has a promo backstage, um, which is I'm surprised that he got out of there without Alistair and Ray trying to kill him. But uh, he had a promo backstage where he essentially said, yeah, okay, yeah, Drew, I'll kick your ass. You know, I know I'm a better man than you. You know everything because of me. I taught you everything you know, blah, blah, blah. Am
0: Nick, I allowed to get mad at this pseudo wild card rule thing during, given the situation we're in?
1: I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound like a wild card rule.
0: Yeah, where it does. It's, it's, well, hold on. It's, it's the whims of Vince McMahon, when he, whatever he wants to do.
1: But, that, but this is established as being on a whim. And it's—they've been said it's going to keep. It's going to be minor. A couple of you know people here and there. They're going to define them as SmackDown talent. They're not making it something where it's a fake rule that they can't even keep to. Like the wild, like that wild card rule was a joke. Yeah. Only three superstars every week are going to be allowed to do this, and then they—they they had to keep to three superstars. They never could. Yeah. They never could. It lasted about this two is weeks. Just this is just a every so often someone from Raw will come over to SmackDown for a special engagement and yep. vice versa. Okay, that. While not ideal, is a better explanation than the wild card rule. Someone could smack down. It's, it's like almost like a showcase, right, or an exhibition. Sure. You, you sell first,
0: it to yourself however you want. I am trying. <laughs> I'm trying
1: to sell to people. Like, let's not get crazy about this. It could be worse. It could be the wild card rule coming back. Like, we could be genuinely. We can have
0: Drew Andrade again next week.
1: <laughs> we might don't, Which don't put would that out be there
0: better than Baron Corbin. Okay. I'm going to stop. I don't
1: know. Oh, now hold on. I'm going to try and sell you on something else. Drew ended up his speech by saying you all need to tune in next week. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to knock his head off. I'm, I'm, I've got a claymore fit for a King. Like he's talking about this. Like he's going to absolutely wipe the floor with Corbin is the idea here that they're just bringing in Corbin. To make us love Drew more because he's going to absolutely beat the stuffing out of this guy that everybody hates.
0: Here's the one redeeming thing I think about it to, to answer kind of answer your question. Later, Baron was backstage cutting a promo saying, "Drew rode my cape all last year." Everybody remembers the Constable Corbin stuff when he was teaming up with uh, with Drew McIntyre and Ziggler yeah. and all. That. So early days of Drew coming back up to the main roster. that part I can kind of wrap my WWE logic head around. Like, I I like the idea that Drew's getting all this attention now and King Corbin's pissed off about it because he carried Drew when Drew first came up and he never got the opportunity, so he's pissed off and he wants his shot to show the world he's better with Drew. That, I, tell me that story in a better way because I like that. Uh, Drew's getting the shots that I never did, yada, yada, yada. Drew was overnight made champion... All that won the rumble, all that good stuff. I sell me that story, WWE, because uh, I want to like this, but I don't love it yet. Let's see. Uh, I want to. We'll see. we got? This is Raw. This is happening next Raw, not SmackDown, mm-hmm. right? Yes, correct. So we got to wait. Raw. He's come, we'll see.
1: Corbin's coming to Raw to face Drew. Okay. And I think I think this could work out if they just have it as Drew just wipes the floor with Corbin and makes us all happy. Yep. Um but it could be bad if Corbin is made to look dominant in this. But yeah, at least there's a hint of a story.
0: I kind of want him to see... You want Corbin to look dominant? Well, I want him to look like he has an edge because of him. He carried him in the early days. I want to see some early offense from Corbin in the beginning, but then Drew just overcomes it and puts him down. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, Yeah, all right. I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, Over the Super Chat, Kyle with 499. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, He says, Is WWE repeating the same mistake they did with Seth with Drew? Money in the bank, he beats an established name, and then he gets a never-ending Corbin feud. I, I don't think. I hope this feud is not going to be never-ending. Uh, there is there was evidence on this RAW that it's not going to be. Yeah. And I think that with the way they're going with it, is the right direction. I think the I think this Corbin thing is either a feint, like a little like misdirection, um, or just something to, again to just make Drew look like that much of a good guy because he's beating guys we hate. I don't think there's going to be a never-ending Corbin feud. Yeah. That being said, um, Drew has a lot more upside than Seth did at the same time. Fair. I think. Um, Seth
0: had pretty much hit his ceiling.
1: Yeah, and I think Drew's got more ceiling to go. Oh yeah. Wait, he's so, just getting started. Drew's, yeah, Drew's going to
0: be our champion for a really long time, guys. That's my. Or in my, the picture,
1: in the picture. The way that, oh, I mean, yeah. he's kicking out on one of so many moves. Years. You know what I mean? he's, We're talking. He's about looking. Here. He's looking like maybe not Brock Lesnar strong, but pretty close consistently. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they definitely, they're they're investing in him big time. Um, Before we talk about who might be stepping up to Drew McIntyre, let's talk real quick about a return that we had this week. We had a moment of bliss, Alexa and Nikki out there to talk shop, but they were quickly interrupted uh, by the return of the Iconics. Iconic! We had wondered where they were. Apparently, they were hanging out and back until the right time, which was this show, the same show that Becky Lynch announced that she was pregnant to completely overshadow their return.
0: And yes, Sean it's, Spears, it's I saw your video online working out with Peyton Royce and Billy And Yes, many of us are jealous. Best workout partners ever.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able, wouldn't be able to no. push up anything to be laughing too hard, to be honest with you. But, yeah. uh, But yes, the Iconics are back. They're still doing the iconic stuff being silly um, billy k still trying to get over her. are you joking me um she's tre- Billy K is a treasure i'm going to go out
0: there and say it right now her emoting and her reactions are legendary i absolutely love it
1: they both are yeah they both are a lot of people talk smack about them in the ring but like this match i thought was pretty damn smooth i mean it wasn't a technical masterpiece but it's it was fine it was acceptable yeah uh, iconics versus bliss cross Iconics, uh, with the ref with his back turn, Billy Kay throws a throat punch to Alexa Bliss. (laughs) And then they give her a a combo tag move for the win. One, two, three. So non-title match, but the Iconics just got one over on Bliss Cross. So do you feel like the Iconics are just back for a moment to give some competition to Bliss Cross uh, at Backlash? Or do you think that this lasts all the way to SummerSlam and beyond?
0: I, I hope they get their titles back. Frankly, they're they're. I mean, oh, really? It's, it's been dead since Bliss and Cross got them back. So I'm I'm. I mean, K- the Kabukis had them there for a while, and they made them very interesting. All of a sudden, and then dropped them to Bliss and Cross again, assumingly because Kyrie went and got married, and we had we were going to have a singles push with Oscar, and it just kind of went nowhere. It hasn't done anything since they dropped them to Bliss and Cross. So Iconic's coming back. I'm going, huh? Okay, now I might be interested again. In the women's tag division, but it's kind of just Bliss and Cross, and the iconics, and the iconics.
1: <laughs> that's it. No so Oscar and Kyrie, kind of. That's that's the division. She's I mean, the raw women's are you,
0: champion now.
1: <laughs> what? Are you, and they're they're two of the best looking belts they have in the company. Those belts look great. Yeah. Which is which is hilarious. It's the smallest division. It's got maybe six people in it. Um, <laughs> the feuds are almost not. Now we have a feud. Okay, we have a feud great and and as far as things go all right it'll be a feud it'll be fine there'll probably be some good promo segments but at the same time like that's it (laughs) come on we gotta build up some more women's i'm happy
0: to see them back i'll I'll close with
1: i'm happy to see them back i am too so let's talk about the the guy who i suspect will be the next major contender for drew mcintyre we have a few guys lined up actually this is probably the most guys that I can think of in line to face a champ in a while. Um, We had a match between Bobby Lashley and Humberto Carrillo, which ended up being fairly competitive. Carrillo hung in there, but Lashley eventually put him down. Um, And then afterwards, Lashley was in the back, was, was talking to MVP, and MVP said, hey, all respect due to Humberto Carrillo. He's a good kid, got a lot of heart, but you shouldn't have to be working that hard with him. What's up? What happened to Bobby Lashley, who was in the world championship picture? Why why haven't you been been in that? You haven't been in it since 2007 when I was getting my start. Like, what the heck happened to Bobby Lashley? When you want to figure your ish out and get out of your own way, come talk to me. And MVP goes, walks away, runs into Lana and says, Oh, look, here's the other thing holding Bobby Lashley down. And uh, then she starts screaming at him and he walks away. Interesting. Later on, MVP is in a three-on-three tag match. He's teaming up with his boys, Vink and Thorne, against Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and R-Truth because apparently Truth and MVP have some unfinished business from Sunday, which they did. I'm glad to see more there. Yep. Um, Fun match. Uh, I thought that was cute that that Truth went into uh, his pretty Ricky alter ego in a match with a guy named Ricochet. A (sighs) A lot of Ricks in that ring. Uh, With the distraction, with the fake teeth, he ends up getting a win over MVP. But then, interestingly enough, afterwards, out comes Bobby Lashley to take out our truth So Lashley is taking MVP up on his proposal. We were speculating with the things they've been doing with Lashley that they might have main event in mind for him. And he certainly would be a guy if you built him up correctly, and slowly, and establish that this guy is a killer, and it seems like they're doing that, he would be, both visually and in ring, a good opponent for Drew McIntyre.
0: Yeah, I mean, jokingly, what? we used to call him Blesner. You know, Black Lesnar. and because I think he's huge. He's, mad, he's bigger than and Brock Lesnar.
1: And he's a legit wrestler. Like, the yeah. dude is legit.
0: Yeah. So, so, I mean, the idea that we could potentially see uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, uh, in the future even could we get Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley? Are we ever going to get that match that we've all kind of I would wanted love to see?
1: To. We've yeah, we have all wanted that for a while. But yeah. you've got to build Lashley up so much yeah, to get it's, to Brock Lesnar. Remember, remember how much they had to invest in Drew yeah. to get him to that level? Yeah. I feel like they're beginning to do that with Lashley just to have an opponent for Drew that you know seems legitimate. So it feels like they're starting with that. Um it's it's kind of disappointing that, you know, Ricochet and Cedric and to an extent, Vink and Thorne are just window dressing to all of this. Um, and our truth, of course, is just here until training camp starts and he can go right. after his twenty four seven championship. But this is interesting. So MVP building a stable. We got MVP, Vink, Thorne, and Lashley. Do you feel like that's a legitimate stable? Is that why they're breaking up uh Los and Gobernales WWE?
0: Uh too, no, too many, what does many, one have to do factions? with the other? Oh, too many, fa- too many there's, factions. There's no such thing in my opinion.
1: Um in your opinion, but this is WWE we're talking. This is Vince.
0: No, I think this is fantastic. Um I I would I would like to see more of a Heyman Brock relationship with M V P and, and and Lashley than I would uh, a, an M V P faction, if I'm being honest. Um I don't think I'm I'm not I mean they're they're great workers, but I'm I'm not overly impressed with Frankly, anything that Vink, Thorne, and Ricochet and Cedric are doing as tag teams right now, I think that's going to take a lot of work. Um, so, I mean, the raw tag team division is just... Oh, oh yeah. it's bad right now. I, I'm mostly excited about what MVP... If MVP can be to Lashley what Heyman is to Lesnar. Yeah. And, and if we build that over the next, I don't know, 12 months, yeah, you could have something really cool at Mania. So, I, I don't know where it's going to come in. I think... I think one of Drew's big feuds is going to happen. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but uh, Lashley's not my pick for the next one. I actually think it's going to be another one, which we'll talk about. Well,
1: well, they're not really doing well. We'll see. Uh, let's talk about that in a second. As you mentioned the tag team division, Nick, Yeah, and it being sad. Well, what are the champs in the tag team division doing? They're challenging the guys that beat them in a non-title match to a basketball game. Because the Viking Raiders said, anything that you Street Profits can do, we can do better. And the prophet said, oh yeah, how about basketball? So we had a basketball game. This is a team that beat, Viking Raiders are a team that beat the champs. They beat the Street Profits. And instead of getting a championship match, they're all, but- they're all hanging out, buddy-buddy playing basketball.
0: What? War machine. This this is this is the legendary team <laughs> of War Machine oh, that, from no, New none of Japan.
1: Matters. None of that
0: matters. And you have them playing a comedy basketball segment. <sighs> have you have you noticed also that they've transitioned the street profits into shorty G attire at this point?
1: Well, they were playing basketball. I, I understand, but they were also I'm just running saying. around hey, with Bian- it. Listen, War Machine. Bianca Belair made those. Okay, don't don't. <laughs> War Machine. Yeah. Now
0: uh, here's what I'll say.
1: Welcome to WWE. On man.
0: paper, I immediately hated this and wanted to throw my TV out the window.
1: Yes, same. What, but when I announced it, Nick,
0: oh. I, I cannot lie to you guys. I was smiling the entire time. <laughs> I was time.
1: entertained. Damn it! Damn it! Yeah, especially at the
0: end when they were laughing and they thought they beat the street Profits.
1: Well, this is the, hold on, Nick. We got to get to this. Yeah, okay. Because let's, let's 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 lead it through it because this this segment, I oh my god, I wanted to hate this so bad. Yes. And for the, for ninety percent of it, I hated it, and then as you said, they brought it back at the end. for For most of this was the war was War Machine was Viking Raiders, uh, acting like they had no idea what a basketball was. They had no idea what the game was. They were trying to figure out what the heck to do. Um. You know, basically like typical, typical buffoons. Like, why, why can't we do something like fight with swords or whatever? Right. And the street profits, like just, just clowning them and being like, "All right, guys, well, let's play some ball." And uh, basically start. Good. They go up like seventy nine to nothing over four quarters. And then at the very end, uh, I don't even know their name. Eric, I guess. I don't. One Eric of the, one and of the vikers, Yeah, I don't know which one's which.
0: <laughs> Ivar is the big boy.
1: Okay, Eric, I don't know their new names. Give me their old names back. Right. Um, I, Eric hits a, drains a two-pointer, and uh, then the bell rings, and they're like, we won, we won, we got the last point, we win. And the prophets go, no, nah, man, that's not how it works. Check out the score, 79-2, and the Viking Raiders kind of go, oh. And then the segment ends, and we go back to Raw, and I was like, oh, that was hot garbage. That was terrible. What are they doing? But then they, a second later, they come back, and it seems like it's a little bit after the game. They're all hanging out. And the Street Profits go, well, I guess you guys aren't as good as us at anything. And the Viking Raiders go, oh, yeah. That's something we wanted to show you. He, er- Ivar, show him. Throws the ball to Ivar. Now, to, to I'll call a point out here. Montez Ford legit drained a half-court shot in, in the actual match. Um, like There's no Mr. Perfecting that. They did a little bit of Mr. Perfecting with this next part. And that's fine. Ivar drains a three. Ivar drains another three. Another. Another. Next thing you know, the Viking Raiders are bawling out here, throwing hook shots in. Ivar runs down and does a huge old dunk. And the Street Profits are sitting there aghast. like <laughs> just jaws on the floor. <clears throat> uh, what? Turns out Viking Raiders were playing Street Profits the entire time.
0: I don't know what to that tell you guys. Was, I, I had a blast. Was, I, I I was laughing. I was smiling ear to ear. This It was fun. But... I, I, I echo Chris1978, who just sent us $2 super chat in that said, uh, who booked War Machine in this? No, I agree.
1: What well, we Why? have to
0: admit and recognize to ourselves, and this is going to take therapy, so <laughs> admit it. <laughs> th-
1: they're not War Machine anymore. Not anymore. Nope. You're in WWE now, man. Yep. It's it's a comedy show. It's Once a it's a I cartoon. Once
0: I got past that, this was okay.
1: Yeah, you're in a cartoon. You're in a kids show now, yep. and it's and it's they're going to present people a little differently. Hey, welcome to sometimes, the sometimes. <laughs> welcome to the circus, man. And I don't know if if Vince caught them karaoke in the car or like saw them joking around. And was like, hey, those two boys are actually pretty fun and funny. Here and here's the other aspect of this, Nick, is. It's making War Machine, sorry, excuse me, Viking Raiders, is making Viking Raiders look less serious, less intimidating, less like world ending monsters. But it is making them feel like they're showing off some charisma. Yeah. They're showing off aspects of their character that people who are just watching this casually are going to watch and be like, those guys are pretty fun. What a fun segment. They're going to get warm, fuzzy feelings for that team. They're going to connect to that team. And this was more effective than the the carpool karaoke, which was jarring because we hadn't seen anything like that from them up to that point. So doing skits like this, even though we're sitting here going, this is a terrible, dumb idea, and on paper it sounds awful, and in execution for the most part, it was a little bit cringy. at the end of it, it was actually fairly entertaining, and I feel like that might help the Viking Raiders connect to a crowd that may not know them as well you know, when they, they're not the Street Profits, and the Street Profits are just so out there and fun and zany and whatever, um and, and relatable, you can connect to the Street Profits very easily. Viking Raiders, a little bit more of a wall. They're breaking that down. So as long as it doesn't get into, like, really just goofy pratfall territory, I'm going to give us a pass. I'm going to give it a pass. It's not as much of a pass as the rap battle between the Usos and, and the New Day, which was... Something on paper that should never work, but was absolutely brilliant. Right. Um, but I, I gotta say, like this, this didn't. At the end of the day, make me want to kill myself.
0: <laughs> One more conspiracy theory I'll lob over the fence at you. Um, is this what they had plans f- planned for the revival that ran them off in their new basketball orange and blue?
1: Oh God. Kits. I wonder if they're getting the the gimmick. Tinfoil
0: hats, put them on.
1: (laughs) No, they're getting the gimmick that the Revival ran away from. Oh, God!
0: Yep. No! They're getting their dirty leavings.
1: Their sloppy seconds of the
0: Revival. You're giving them the War Machine. Oh, You bastards. Nick,
1: Nick, no. Yeah, he wanted some comedy in his tag teams, didn't he? Yeah,
0: he did. You're
1: right. You're right. He wanted some comedy. Where's my tinfoil hat? Oh, no, Nick oh
0: they've relegated war machine to a comedy gimmick that the revival left the company because so bad they didn't want to do it's not the same one the but i know what you're saying
1: i yeah. know what you're saying yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh all right
0: roderick mitchell said dirty leavings needs to be on a piece of merch asap you know <laughs> it's a piece of british slang i picked up from one of my best friends yeah, <laughs> you don't the- want your dirty leavings
1: dirty leavings <laughs> <laughs> So oh, a couple more things on Raw here. We had uh, Jinder Mahal give a speech. He promised a hero's journey to the title. Did you see this as being Jinder looking like an arrogant heel? Or did you see this as him possibly being like a heroic face? Are they, are they learning from their mistakes with Jinder? And if they're going to try to market him to the Indian population, they're going to try to make him a face? This time, or what did you, How did you take this?
0: Everything in me wants to believe that this is all just gender coming out. Hey, I I made a lot of mistakes. I learned I learned some lessons, and he's saying that now to play it, but he's still going to come in there and he's going to coloss the shit out of Drew McIntyre in the coming weeks. And so I think so it's you gotta, think it's you I think, think it's Gender Jinder Mahal Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, uh, we may have a small intermediary feud. With Lashley or someone of the – maybe even Andrade. Who knows if Andrade happens to drop the U.S. title for some reason. I'd, I don't want to sit here and go I, crazy booking, but
1: it's – Yeah, if they're right. smart. See, Nick, that, that, you said – I think you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Because he said there's going to be a hero's journey. To me, that says it's going to take a minute. We're not going to rocket-strap gender again. Yeah. We're going to get there. Gender going after Andrade would be the best thing that could happen to gender right now, not Drew. That's a good point. Drew will get a good match out of gender. Drew is invested in getting gender over. He is going to, like, way more than Randu was, ever was. Drew will want to make gender into something. But gender's got to be built up like they built up Drew. Slowly pile up some victories, engage like, go on a hero's journey if we're going to do that
0: a pilgrimage of sorts right
1: sure uh if you want to have him be a main eventer again you got to build him to the main event you can't just be like boom he beats randy orton done he's the champ
0: what he's been building because he looks jacked and if you're if you've forgotten how big gender is go look up his pertinence his details hold he's a big boy he's a big dude and he's big, he even can stand all the nose extra. to nose with Drew McIntyre, and as jacked as gender looks right now, he's been doing yeah. some rehab. He's been putting in work, not like someone else who had double ACL surgery and apparently didn't do shit
1: during oh their rehab. Oh my god! We, can we not go through one episode without you taking a pot shot? You can't even. You can't even get her shrine right, man. Lower her shrine. Let us see her face. Let us see her beautiful face there. No, Come on. no. Come on, it's, it's yes.
0: bathed in light right now, and I don't want
1: to. I know. Out. It's it's your duty to to do. We're not letting you take down that shrine until you at least display it properly. Fine. Uh, Wait, one you're gonna let me take thing. it down? We'll find some way that you can take it down at some point. All right. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll find some. You'll have to jump through some hoops. You'll have to go on a hero's journey, Nick.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Take it down. You have to go on a hero's journey
0: because <laughs> I haven't been on a hero's journey. Okay.
1: No, you haven't. You've been toiling in the mid-card so far.
0: Oh, oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. You've been you've been beating a Kiritsizawa. You have to go on. A, you have to go on a real like. Hero's Journey. Yeah. So AJ Styles, also still alive uh, somehow, but he was helping to promote the Undertaker special, which by the way, if you haven't seen it, holy crap, go watch it. Part one is out right now. It's it's fantastic. But AJ was in the back watching the promo for the Undertaker special, grabbed him some popcorn, sat in a chair, oh, this should be good. And then at the end, looked all kind of dejected and angry and sad and Mm -hmm. threw the popcorn and stormed out. Is there more to come with AJ and Taker? Is this story not done? Uh,
0: Everything I'm seeing from the special tells me that Taker knows he should have retired three times at least by now. Right. So I thought that bringing back pseudo-biker Taker and having him throw a fist up at the end of it on his bike and flame and he roast spit roasting Carl Anderson on the roof <laughs> right I, I, what a way what a send off right if the 2017 match with Reigns wasn't enough where he left all his kit in the middle of the ring and the entire audience just crying and, and me too visibly upset like holy like if that's not a send off if he comes back again yeah Come
1: on, man. But he also – it also – the impression I'm getting is the dude wants to go out in a really good match. And the Boneyard match was great, but it wasn't a match. So, I don't – obviously, I don't know what's going on in Taker's mind. I wouldn't pretend to know that. But that is the impression that we're getting.
0: He needs to start a faction called the Undead uh, and recruit Alistair Black –
1: and uh, Rey Mysterio, it's, over. it's done they already show them they're back alive it's too late for that now and you AJ that. for that matter you tried that we tried that it didn't right. work um they did make an AJ Styles zombie uh toy though you can go get that uh so no I, 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 I was left speculating like is there more to come with AJ and Taker and and what is is AJ gonna come around and Taker is he still mad at him is he still scared of him like, what is the deal there? The fact like, that that didn't seem like an accident to me. That, did, that didn't seem like coincidence. So I'm very curious what is still to come with AJ Styles and Undertaker. But Nick, that was Monday Night Raw. And a lot of stuff on that Raw, Nick. Lots of, a, a packed Raw. They actually filled those three hours, I felt.
0: Yeah, and, I, and, and something I haven't been able to say for a long time after a pay-per-view is it feels like there was a clear line drawn at the pay-per-view and then we're moving on to the next thing very yes. clearly. And it's one of the things that I, in the last 48 hours, since watching Money in the Bank, doing the post-show, and then watching Raw last night, and then up to tonight, I kind of went, huh, yeah, we're kind of leaving all that Money in the Bank stuff behind. It was like, all right, that's in the bag, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, the next thing's going to be Backlash in June, I guess. And it feels very clear that we're on the road to that one, and we've left that one in our dust, in our wake. So I I haven't felt that in a long time. There's always something left over coming out of something, and I guess we got rid of that last night on Raw. So, hmm. yeah. Well, there you go, guys, Monday Night Raw. We're going to close things out today with our dedicated segment by Sean Clark that we always call our Moment of Positivity. <laughs>
1: Mop 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 mama it's the mop it's the moment of positivity that's right it's the moment where we look back over the last few days of pro wrestling and go, man, what really just tickled our fancy? What what made us happy? What was a positive thing to take away from uh basically all we have, Nick, is money in the bank, raw, and anything else that happened since Saturday. So what's what was your moment of positivity? I'm Mr. Nick, for the <clears throat> last I have to adjust days.
0: myself here so I can do it. Uh-huh.
1: I, uh, Iconic! Really? The Iconics coming really? back. Really? Yes! That was your... That I was it? so
0: excited to see the Iconics. Yes, there's a lot of stuff on this Raw. I loved the Iconics coming back. One, it breathes some life into the women's tag team division so that it's not completely effing irrelevant uh, now that you've kind of split Asuka and Kyrie up. Maybe we'll get them title strapped again. And maybe we'll start bringing up some title or some uh, women's tag teams from NXT to really start building this women's tag division once and for all. Like, I'm very excited to see that. I love them both. I think they're fantastic performers. Uh, the fact that they won them uh, last year, God, how long has it been? I don't need, they've been gone for like 10 months. But I am so happy the Iconics are back, mainly because I miss them squealing and yelling all the way down the ramp. There are, they are brilliant heels. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm so excited wow. that the am, Iconics are back.
1: You had the chance to say that Otis winning Money in the Bank was your moment of positivity, and I you did went that last the Iconics. Night. Oh, did
0: we? We didn't
1: do a moment of positivity on that.
0: Why not? Did
1: we not? No, we just did a recap.
0: Oh, well, I had moved, uh, j- much like I was just saying about the WWE moving on, I had moved yeah, on. Yeah, you
1: moved on from Money in the Bank. You already forgot. Your boy Otis won the briefcase. I'm, hey, yo, Mandy, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you already forgot that.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. I'm Otis shocked. winning Money in the Bank was uh, the biggest surprise of the entire show for me, uh, for a lot of people. But, yeah, I, I, since we're talking about Raw, I've, I
1: went with the Iconics. All right. Got Fair it. enough. Um, mine is a little bit bigger because, you know, I obviously the, the big elephant in the room is Becky Lynch is leaving cause she's pregnant. Um, that was just kind of been dominating the thought since that was, that was, a, you know, that happened. Um, but something secondary to that was Asuka. I think anyone who's listened to the show for a while knows that I absolutely fricking worship Asuka. I think she's abs- the, the best thing in WWE right now. Um, so to have her go back to back winning money in the bank out of nowhere so shocked the hell out of me and then finding out that the belt was in the briefcase and that she's the champ and how excited she was and then I, I that moment where Becky goes I'm gonna be a mom and Asuka you could just see her go what? and everything just changed that moment yeah. when Asuka changes was just oh, such an awesome moment.
0: That moment's on our banner for this show, by the way.
1: Yeah. There's her her face going, Uh-huh? Oh, Nani? Doko desu ka? Um, and that that moment, coupled with the like dark, acerbic side of myself being so happy that they had Shayna Baszler there to pour a can of rotten milk on the whole thing <laughs> and just crap all over it. The two different aspects of it—the the kind of the sweet joy that Oscar had,
0: yeah—and
1: then just the absolute poison that Shayna Baszler had. The those two things combined is like my Oreo cookie. I was just like, yeah, yes. I get a little bit of everything. I get the sweet, happy stuff, and then I also get like the dark, angry <laughs> That was that's my moment of positivity. Nice. The contrast between Oscar's reaction and Shayna's reaction to Becky's pregnancy. Oh. oh, Yeah. 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 Well, we'll
0: thank remember. you very much, Syrian Dangerous, and thank you guys. But we're not done just oh, yet. We've I'm got not. just enough time for our other news lightning round. Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep. Well, thank you all for sticking around. Apparently, right now on FS1, uh, <laughs> Ricky the Dragonsteen boat versus Macho Man is on right now. Don't change away, though, because we got to do the news right here, right now. Uh, apparently, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, has already got out new merch with shirts saying The Mom. Nice. And also The Man, but it says The Ma with the N in parentheses. Nice. So already got mom shirts out, so we're already capitalizing, capitalizing on her going away and being a mom. You know they're going to be following her around with cameras on this thing. Capitalize on it.
0: Total Becks. You heard it here first coming this
1: fall on E. You better copyright that right the hell now, Nick. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Um, on this next news story, this was going to be a top news story and then other things happened and I'm kind of glad I got to shove it down here because, um, I'm just going to put this out there before I start talking about this. This is some really uncomfortable, nasty stuff. Trigger warnings in effect. Um, Alberto Del Rio is, he was arrested. He's no longer in jail. Um, he actually got out on a $5,000 bond, which means his bail was $50,000. He went to jail, uh, for uh, for assault, sexual assault specifically, um, apparently, and again, this is when stuff starts getting a little nasty, so trigger warning. <laughs> apparently, um, the person who's accusing him, the woman he's, that's accusing him, is apparently the woman he's with right now. Uh, he accused her of infidelity, and then he slapped her across the head a couple of times, forced her to wear a dress and dance for him, and then when she refused to do that, He said, don't cry or I'm going to take your son and drop him in the middle of the road somewhere. Um, He then tied her hands with boxing straps, put a sock in her mouth, and sexually assaulted her for several hours using various objects. He also punched her in the back, causing visible injuries. Um, And then placed hands around her throat, and after that, she doesn't remember much. So, horrible, horrible stuff. Um, She's apparently still feeling woozy and dizzy from the hits to the head. So he is he is currently out of jail, but if he's found guilty of this, it's a minimum of two years in Texas, and a ten thousand dollar fine. Uh, we don't have a court date scheduled yet, um, but we do have his mugshot, and if that isn't a coke face, I don't know what is. The dude has been on a downward spiral for years, uh, and it sounds like he's finally hit bottom. And um, you know, obviously, innocent until proven guilty, but. uh doesn't look good for the former alberto del rio so Two years very, and ten thousand dollars
0: for everything you just rattled off sounds like a slap on the wrist
1: it does i agree i agree but that's especially with his history again that's the minimum so it does sound like it's pretty egregious so one would hope they would throw the book at him a little bit more like on I'm that gonna, if he's i feel like i'm gonna throw if up if he's honestly. if he's found guilty I'm so mad. um but, uh, they did just, uh, Kyle, Kyle in the super chat, just, uh, put in five bucks and said, and thank you to Kyle. Uh, he said, if you believe in karma, Del Rio had to spend the weekend in a Bexar County jail dealing with a COVID-19 outbreak, uh, in Kyle's backyard. Stay safe out there, Kyle. But yes, apparently the, the jail that, uh, Del Rio was in is riddled with cases of the, uh, the virus right now. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd rather have, have him get that or, or go to jail for 10 years, which, I mean, the maximum, I think, is 10 to 15, somewhere, somewhere around there. So he could go away for a while if they do decide to throw the book at him. And, you know, if they find that this is, this is true, and I don't know why it wouldn't be, um, given his history. Um, yeah, I, I hope he goes away for a while, too. So uh, officially to you from the BWO show, F.U. Alberto, Alberto Del Rio, if this is found to be true.
0: Here's a puppy if it makes anybody
1: feel better. Yay, that's a cute little, look at that little thing. Look at that cute puppy. But that's, that's, that's a nice antidote to that crap. Let's move on yeah. to something a little better. Um, in happier news, excellent performers Sue Young and Crazy Steve have re-signed with Impact Wrestling for a multi-year deal. So they're going to be back for a while. Uh, Crazy Steve has been uh, Sue Young announced she was a, a, a free agent back in February, I believe. And then uh, Crazy Steve has recently been there since uh, since Rebellion. He was a partner with Rhino and Tommy Dreamer in a six man tag match where they beat OVE. So he is actually he's he's back in in a major way. It looks like the Impact liked what he did, and they're going to keep him around for a while. Sue Young I think is a great talent and kind of yeah. at this point one of the people that I associate with Impact. So yeah, good call there. Carl Anderson is staying busy. He has filed a trademark for Chad. Too bad. which is awesome because uh, it's not like he's going to be playing that character on Southpaw Wrestling again anytime soon. But if you wanted to take that character on the road, I certainly (laughs) wouldn't mind it. Uh, Sting apparently is not currently under WWE contract. WWE uh, contacted Mattel and said that they had to recall the Sting toy from the Legends Series 7 uh, group of WWE toys, upcoming WWE toys because they're still negotiating stuff with Sting. Um, who knows what that means? Not willing to speculate at this point. Just wanted to throw that out there. Sting, not currently under any kind of WWE contract.
0: There has been some Twitter back and <laughs> forth with some members of the Elite
1: over and the also last couple of days. And also with Lance Archer. He said, uh, nice to see you in AEW where you deserve to getting, getting the shine you deserve. Uh, Sting, yeah, Sting... Um, not saying he's throwing a Randy Orton at WWE, but not not saying that either. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, throw, throw like, I mean, I'm not not talking to AEW there at WWE if you wanted to give me another like nice Legends contract. Yeah. I'm just saying, you screwed me at WrestleMania. You made me end my career on a sour note when you could pay me some damn money. How about that? Uh, SmackDown this Friday. Tune in because they will be apparently addressing the intercontinental title situation, the fact that Sami Zayn has refused to come to work due to concerns about health uh, with the current outbreak. So they will be addressing that. Uh, It would be a shame if they strip Sammy after all this time. He finally gets a damn title and they strip him of it. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Nope. So tune in to SmackDown this Friday and come check us out on Saturday to find out everything that happens if you don't want to check it out. But you can also check out NWA's Carnyland. They're doing a new show now on Tuesdays at 6.05 Eastern, 3.05 Pacific. Starting next Tuesday, they uh, just announced right before this show went on Nick, they announced. Uh, uh, Billy Corgan announced they're going to start a show called Carnyland. That's all the information we have about it. It's called Carnyland. Don't know anything else about it right now, but produced by NWA and Billy Corgan, they've done really good stuff so far, so I'm curious. I look forward to checking it out. Hopefully you guys check it out too. And that, Nick, is the news.
0: Well, thank you, sir, Ian Dangerous, and thank you guys for joining us. A special shout-out to everybody in the chat with us here live on YouTube. Uh, and a special shout-out to Kyle, Chris, Esme, Andy, everybody that dropped us some super chats tonight. Thank you very much for all of your generosity. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys for being here and being a part of the show with us. When we do it live on YouTube at youtube.com slash busted wide open. Make sure you guys are subscribed and like this video and any of the other ones you like because algorithms and it makes us feel good. But other than that, that's really about that. All that thumbs up. serves for so thumbs up for us if you uh, if you want to let us know that you like this video we really appreciate it leave us a comment let us know what you think about these videos or anything we could do differently uh, you can also come over and join us on Facebook where you can just search for busted wide open send us a join request to our discussion group with the rest of the phenomenal ones get in there for some good memes some good times and chats. Uh, Good news stories, all kinds of stuff happening over there. Not to be outdone by our Discord server, which has live chats all throughout the week for all of the major shows, as well as Andy Jessup's throwback corner, where he's watching old 90s content uh, all the way from the beginning to the end, so he's got a special channel we've carved out for him there to host those, to keep everything spoiler-free. I don't know how to be a spoiler 25 years later, but you guys know what I mean. Uh, you can also follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at BWO Podcast. Uh And if you'd like to get on on some of the exclusives for this show, the best way to support the show is over at patreon.com slash BWO. Sign up for one of those awesome reward tiers. Get access to show notes. Uh, ability to ask listener questions every Saturday for our patron mailbag series. Uh, bonus episodes, Skype calls with me and Ian, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Over at Patreon.com BWO. But my name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude.
1: And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. You can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian Dangerous. Oh, my God! Would somebody stop the damn match?